Hey everybody, it's day seven of the Dream Napkin devotional series. My name is Jason, I'm the pastor at Hope City Church, and Katie's back with me. Hey everybody. And so this is going to be good. Let me just remind you, or encourage you actually, why don't you share these? Uh, They're on the website, they're on the app, they're in the podcast feed on iTunes. Lots of different ways for people to listen to them, but you probably got a friend or a family member who would really enjoy uh, listening to these devotions for the next 21, well I guess 21 days total, but... Uh, 15 more days. So take a take a moment, text the link to this podcast or share it on your social media, and I'm sure somebody would uh, really appreciate that. Let's do it. Day seven. Our verse for today is Zechariah chapter 4, verse 10. It says, Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. It's always interesting the difference momentum makes. You can have the same experience with or without momentum and feel completely different. It's like when you um, step on a scale and you weigh 200 pounds. If you're on your way up, you're really discouraged. I'm actually getting close. But if you're on your way down, it's invigorating. It's the same number, but momentum makes all the difference. Or like, let me give you another example. $1,000 in a bank account can be really depressing or comforting, depending on if it's all you've got left or more than you expected. When it comes to fulfilling your God-given potential, getting started often feels like swimming upstream. When effort doesn't equal results that you had hoped for, you assume that you're failing, but that's not true. Just because you don't feel successful now doesn't mean you're doing the wrong thing. Don't don't forget, Jesus didn't live up to his quote-unquote potential for 30 years. It took Noah 100 years to build the ark, And Moses was 80 years old, and he was asking a bush, who am I? That's that's depressing. So when you don't have momentum in your life, your marriage, your career, or relationship with God, you, you may be tempted to think that you need a new life, a new spouse, a new job, or a new church. I hear it a lot from people like, oh, what I what what I have is not working. I need to do something brand new. But quitting is not the answer. Life is long seasons of grinding so you can enjoy short seasons of gliding. I'm going to say that one more time. Life is long seasons of grinding, so you can enjoy short seasons of gliding. So if you're discouraged, defeated, or disappointed with your current situation, just know it's going to change a little bit before it changes a lot. And God uses small beginnings to make big changes in your life. Every season won't be a growth season externally, but it can be a growth season internally if you let it. So Katie, what would you say have been some of your experiences where now maybe some things in your life, spiritually, family, financially, are in good shape? Or maybe you would say, yeah, we've got momentum, Mm -hmm. but as you look back, you didn't always have momentum, and you, you, could, you can remember some times where it was a grind to try to get on the other side of that, of that uphill climb. Um, specifically, I would say my marriage. My husband, Brad, and I have been married for eight years now, 
and uh, the first year was rough. <laughs> it was it was really hard for us just trying to get to know each other, and we didn't have the Lord in our life. So um, we were definitely trying to grind it out and figure that out. And then we got pregnant really early in the marriage, so that made it even harder. Um, so don't do that if you <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you think that's going to fix things. It doesn't. It makes it harder. But um, after coming to, I would take one of our small steps that we took was just coming to church and um, beginning to see what God can do in us and. Even that can be a grind, though. Like, yeah. if you're not a normal church attender, yeah, to get up, to get the family ready, to get them in the car. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a ten o'clock service here. We call it the early service, <laughs> and it's amazing. Like, it's still a grind if you're not used to going to church. Like, right. to even just get there. But that's a simple step, an act. Like, just get it going. Just get in the habit of coming to church. I mean, that really made a difference in y'all's life. Yes, and our daughter was six months old at that time, so new mom trying to get them ready. But when Brad saw me making the effort to do that, he came along with me and started coming as well. So it took us, you know, months to get into a routine, maybe even years to get into a routine of coming. But we got more out of it every single time and just kept taking those steps. And then the momentum started. And then there was marriage series that helped us get through some seasons of marriage that we um, needed to, you know, come confront at the time. And uh, once we started getting that momentum, I would say that we were able to finally start becoming one. We were working out some knots in each <laughs> other and uh, trying to get through those seasons. But then now we're in a, in a season where we're actually like becoming one whole person, I guess. Is what one of those knots was, because um, I know your story a little bit, one of those knots was just kind of the financial area of your life. Mm-hmm. And so I know you guys are raving fans of Dave Ramsey and yeah. financial peace. Yes. So that's an area where, and I think you know our church has had like 60, 70, 80 people, I don't remember the number, graduate FPU. But that's a great example of where in the beginning it is awful, yeah. you know, budgets and saying no and cutting <laughs> up credit cards. Right. But then three, four, five years later, mm-hmm. you experience the momentum of living on a budget, saving money, not having any debt. But in the moment, at the beginning, it would be so easy to quit. Actually, a lot of people do. It would be so easy to throw in the towel. But I would love for you to talk about one other area because I love the passion that you, that the the, the way that you, your spiritual disciplines is the way I would say. Like, I love the passion of the way that you, you you know, you try to spend time praying, reading the Bible, but Mm -hmm. specifically fasting. Mm -hmm. So Jesus said, don't brag about it. So we can't brag about (laughs) it. But without bragging about it, Uh I would love for you to share just your experiences with fasting because you haven't been following Jesus, you know, a really, really long time, mm-hmm. uh, several years, but you, that's an area of your life where you've really developed some momentum. Walk us through that. Uh, so growing up, we had the only time you ever talked about fasting was to give something small up. So the idea of like a full day, nothing fast was pretty frightening to me. Um, and so a few years ago, I finally was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I had never felt as close to God as I did the first time I fasted. And it was 24 hours and like at midnight, I think I had a steak or something. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You felt close to God, but you also felt really hungry. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's because you replaced my time where I was hungry with time of devotion and prayer and uh, even reaching out to different people, you know, talking to them, um, spiritual conversations 
But then a little while later, I was able to do multiple days of fasting um, to up to seven days at one point. And it was just, it's just the moments where you feel close to God. And so even though it started with a small step, uh, it definitely, I built momentum and uh, my relationship with Christ has grown through that. So. It doesn't make it easy, No, but it doesn't make it easier. <laughs> it's hard every time. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> so if you're listening and you're discouraged about where you are spiritually, like I want to read the Bible more. I want to be more involved in church. I, I want to uh, give more. I want to be a tither. Maybe it's in your family life. I, I want my marriage to change or my relationship with my kids. Maybe it's financially. Maybe it's your physical health. There's all kinds of areas where the thought of changing can be so intimidating that you can just never take that step. But God has a plan and a dream for your life that is so much better than you can imagine. But you have to start. Mm -hmm. You have to start. He's not going to magically put you on step 25. You've got to start. And so wherever you're at today, here's our encouragement. Start. Do it. Take step one. And the Bible says that God loves to see you begin to get started. So here's our prayer today for day seven of our Dream Napkin Devotion series. The prayer is, God, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm trusting that I'm right where I'm supposed to be Help me enjoy the journey. Let me say that one more time. God, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm trusting that I'm where I'm supposed to be. Help me enjoy the journey.